everyone. Welcome to the We Ship It podcast, the finale of season one. Yeah, thank you all so much for joining us on this ride. We are so excited to talk about Noah and Allie from The Notebook as our final episode of season one and to share our plans for season two. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Woo! everyone i'm steph and i'm devon and welcome to we ship it this is the podcast where devon and i discuss our favorite and not so favorite chips of all time thank you all so much for following us on this journey so far you know we've been overwhelmed by your support and the number of guests we had it's been a ton of fun um and we're just really enjoying it so thank you all for listening it's been a blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, we wanted to end the season with a bang. Boom. Noah and Allie from The Notebook. Mm. I can't think of a more timeless and beautiful tale about love. Oh my gosh, truly. Like, these two have inspired me literally forever. I cannot wait to talk about them because they just, there's something so eternal about their love. And we're going to talk more about this. But we wanted to end with Noah and Allie. And I'm not going to spoil my answer to the last question, but we wanted to end with them because they're freaking perfect. But okay, if you guys have other opinions, you let me know. Um, First, I want to say stick around to the end to hear about our fun season two plans like Devin alluded to. And second, as always, I wanted to provide a spoiler alert. We are going to be going into plot details about the notebook, movie and book. Um, So if you haven't read it, be warned. Be warned. Yep, and we wanted to talk about both the movie and book, since they are similar, but they have a few differences, and we will be discussing. So just keep that in mind, too. Absolutely. So without further ado, here is my makeshift summary about The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks, which, of course, we had to end with a Nicholas Sparks. I I mean, we couldn't have not included him. (laughs) Um, But Noah and Allie meet and fall in love in a small town one summer. The two have an amazing fling, but Allie's parents aren't really a fan because they're rich and Noah's this hardworking, blue-collar type. He's not rich, basically. Um, Throughout the summer, they learn so much about one another. They read poetry together. They teach each other to love and have fun and so much more. Allie and Noah end up breaking up when Allie moves away. A few years later, Allie ends up with a guy named Lon, who is a soldier and now a lawyer, which I don't know if we find that out in the movie, but in the book, he is a lawyer. Um, And Noah has a few flings with local girls as well, but neither feels right the entire time. Uh, One day, Allie sees Noah in the newspaper, a picture of him, because he's been working on renovating a house that they once admired during their summer fling and used to say they would move into together. She goes to see him to tell him she's getting married and essentially be like, do I still have feelings for this guy? I don't know. And after a few days, (laughs) they decide to get back together and get married. The story pivots between their younger life and the story of them as an older couple in a nursing home. 
rereading their the story of their love life essentially um Allie she has Alzheimer's and Noah reads her the story from the notebook that Allie wrote which explains in details their love story Ah. um and it's oh my gosh it's amazing and Noah literally reads it to her every single day seeing if she'll remember and some days she does but some days she doesn't and some days she's afraid of Noah some days she doesn't recognize him but some days she breaks through um And Noah's always there for her and the doctors marvel at what she can remember when he reads to her. Eventually, the two die together in bed, or at least they do in the movie. That does not happen in the book. But Noah makes his way to her and they share a really important moment. He's got a little bit steamy in the book at the end there. Ah, well, they do in the book too. There's lots of steam in the book, let me tell you. (laughs) Ah, so sweet. And with that, let's talk about the notebook. Yes, indeed. So let's go. Number one. What characteristics make Noah and Allie a good couple? And what characteristics do they have that maybe don't make them great together? Yeah, Noah and Allie are very different personality-wise. But I think that's what gives them their Mm -hmm. spark. No pun intended, because Nicholas sparks. I'm going to say the word spark a lot. (laughs) But Noah is peaceful but forceful about what he wants. He is a very stubborn person, but he also has a very lackadaisical, accepting and loving nature. Um, I think Noah isn't like, he's just in absolute love. He just wants what's best for Allie and he loves her to the very end of all of it, all the time. Um, Allie is bubbly as hell, but maybe she's a bit more serious about what she wants in life. But maybe she also can't read herself when she's trying to figure out what she wants in life. Noah falls in love with Allie, you know, with her smile and her laugh. But I think she also has less of the fantasy brain than Noah does. She kind of like at first gives into it in the summer, but then Mm -hmm. she like listens to her parents and she's like, oh, this isn't realistic, whatever. That's why she ends up without him for so long, I think. At times, though, they're perfect because they just adore one another and learn from one another so well. But at other times, their stubbornness and butting of heads, (laughs) well, it's a freaking lot. You know, they have fights, man. Like, there are some fights in that movie. I'm like, yo. Um, We get these passionate fight scenes that, you know, they're fighting one moment and kissing passionately Mm -hmm. the next. And it's just like great, great sparks, you know. But but tough to manage. That's the problem, I think, between their personalities. Right. What do you think, Devin? Well, what's not to love about these two? They very <laughs> quickly, I might add, steal your heart. And they have done so for years. These two have been an iconic couple. And for good reason. They show a living, breathing relationship for what it is. Messy. However, one thing I love about them is that they bring the best out of each other. Oh, they yeah. breathe life into each other's lives. Um, when they are together, they have fun. They experience the world around them. That's what love is. Through Noah, Allie learns to appreciate the world around her and love herself more as she falls in love with painting and learning to take risks. So that's my good side of it. But if mm. I'm going to look at the negative aspects... um. We have to talk about the bad side, of course, of as course. no relationship is completely perfect. Um, one thing I'm not a fan of with these two is Noah's loyalty, quote unquote, um, if you want to coin it that. Now, don't get me wrong. Loyalty is an amazing quality. And Noah's a gem for having it. Yes, he is. But I question if it's a little bit hmm. too much. Uh-oh. And, and we're going to dive Uh-oh. a little bit deeper into this a little bit later. Um 
For Allie, however, I think she starts the relationship the relationship a bit too immature. Yep. And it takes time for her to develop a more mature approach to love. Um, I mean, the whole summer they spend together, it seems per- too perfect. And I think she gets caught up in that aspect of the relationship and not the reality of it all. Um, being that they're from different parts of society and yep. um, they have differences. And Devin, you're 100% right. They are from different places in society, but that's what's even more beautiful when they come you're together. Right. So it's true. It's true. It's true. Okay, next question. At what point do Noah and Allie fall in love? Hmm. For me, I think I'd have to say that it's on their way home from their double date with Finn and Sarah. Um, and it's when Noah asks her to lay in the street with him. He tells her to trust him. And at first she puts up a fight, but eventually she lays down right next to him and stares up at the blinking traffic light. Um, after being chased off the road by a car and laughing at having so much excitement in her life, Noah then asks her to dance in the street and he hums her a tune and she's like, you're a terrible singer. He's like, I know, but it doesn't matter. Um, so it is truly a moment of her falling for this charming dude. She unravels in his arms and branches out of her normal prissy self. Um, cause I, I think that. she's a little like at the start of the, the film book, she's a little bit more put together of sorts and, um, doesn't know how to be herself she's Mm -hmm. presented as this doll-like figure for her family so now she's trying to be more of herself and noah helps do that with her yeah i think so as far as the movie goes you get a lot more scenes between them when they're younger these adorable scenes but the the thing is like i think that it's it's not a changing of the book. It's an adding to the book. And I think even mm, Nicholas, yeah. Sparks, Nicholas Sparks talks about that. And what I think is really amazing is that we see them fall a lo- fall in love time and time again. So yeah, it's I not think, just a one-time thing. It's like repeatedly. Yes, it's like repeated. That, that sort of theme is also in the book where they fall in love several times over the course of their time together. Now, um, I think for Noah... It's right when he sees her for the first time, which in the oh, movie is so very true. apparent. <laughs> it's so um, apparent. He's like dumbstruck. Yeah. He's like, uh. uh. And then Allie takes a bit longer and some more convincing, mm-hmm. obviously. We don't get the actual scene in the book, but in the movie, there are those few. Like that one when they're at the carnival, I think when he's on the Ferris wheel, that's when. He gets when, pantsed. Yeah. I think she is intrigued by him at that point, but doesn't fall in love with him Correct. until afterwards. Right. Um, but he loves that girl right from the very beginning and um what i will say though one thing they mention all the time in the book is when they quote unquote made love that summer for the first time (laughs) and they both recall this as the one of the most important memories to have come from the summer so i think that's another one of those times that they fall in love again and what's amazing like i said before is i think they fall in love with each other again and again and again when she comes back and they're on the lake absolutely Mm -hmm. when they're older in the nursing home they even have those steamy moments which is like (laughs) whoa They keep re-falling in love, which is a beautiful sentiment and ultimately how it should be. A lot of people 
they fall in love once and they sort of fall out of it preach, because they preach, don't put preach. that effort in. But Noah and Allie, they put that effort in and literally every couple of scenes you're getting these like spicy, like mm-hmm. just amazing scenes of two people just truly in love. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, so those are my thoughts on that. I think that's a theme in, in both the, the book and the movie is that you can fall in love over the course of a lifetime a hundred times with the same Love it. Snaps. Snap, snaps. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. What are your favorite and not so favorite ship moments between these two? <laughs> I freaking love the Ferris wheel scene. I'm going to say it again. I mean, Ryan Gosling was a bit of a jerk, but it's so cute. And like, what I it's think not is in funny. the book. No, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. But I, it's not in the book, but it's one of the best scenes in my opinion. Um, and I just think any scene where Noah is like confronting Allie is great. Like a, when she comes back <laughs> and he goes, what do you want, Allie? Like Noah is such a passionate person. And every time we see that come out, it is my I'm favorite. <laughs> and dude, this freaking cast, Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, like, come on. You don't get better than that freaking cast. They did have a really good cast for sure. Mm, it was very good. It was very well put. But um, And then for the scenes I don't like, the only one I can really, really like call to mind is when Allie is leaving and they get in a huge fight and they don't get to reconcile really. Right. It, it's one of the worst feelings to have hurt someone and not be able to communicate on how to fix that. And it's, it's, you almost want to reach into the screen while they're fighting be like, shut up. <laughs> like, Oh, it's, it's crazy. Pull yourself together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Listen, last one. Uh, I think a particularly beautiful scene is at the end in the movie, particularly when they are together in bed for their last moments. I cry hysterically. And it's not the most like sexy moment, you know, it's not like the two of them kissing in the street or whatever, but I still think it's one of the most beautiful, timeless moments between two like lovers that have stayed true to each other that I've ever seen. So what do you think, Deb? regardless wow. i'm mad and i said i was mad earlier but i'm mad because you chose one of my scenes but it's okay what's your continue. scene what's your scene all right so i chose two favorites one from when they're old and one from when they're younger one of my favorites because they really do have so many iconic ones is when noah tries to stick up for their love after Allie finds out lon is in town and looking for her um and he's blocking her from entering her car and running away from her, the problem when he says, quote, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. We're going to have to work at this every day. But I want to do that because I want you. I want all of you forever. Mm-hmm. You and me every day. And he finally, oh, end quote, and he finally closes with, quote, and you already said this, what do you want? End quote. While it's such a conflicting scene, I love his passion for her and putting up a fight for what he thinks is right. Allie is too scared of the consequences to think through her decision. So Nora, Nora, Noah forces her to face her fears and tell her her choice should be for herself and not for anyone else. So that's why it comes to a full like... It hits you right on the like the nail mm. is being hit multiple times. Like you need to make this choice, not for mm-hmm. your family, not for your mom, whatever, for yourself. Make um, it. And my favorite older couple scene is when their kids visit them at the nursing home and mm-hmm. ask Noah to come home, and he says, 
quote, that's my sweetheart. I'm not leaving her. Oh, <laughs> like, I love dang. That. Uh, Even with his failing heart, his love for Allie is so strong. And I love that. They're so um, beautiful. But Whoa. now to my least favorite moment. Let's just face it. It's when Allie's parents force her to leave town with them. Yep. And she doesn't get the chance to say goodbye. She races to Noah's work and... Um, He's out on a run and not able to, and she's not able to say goodbye. Um, I feel for the guy when he storms off to her house and finds it deserted. Oh, poor guy. Am I what right? What a moment. What a moment, my God. So those are my favorites and not so favorites. They're so good at making you like, like really want them to be together. Mm-hmm. Like they are just such a good, I'm going to say it again, it's the best cast ever. But Okay. <laughs> Next question. Noah's famous quote, if you're a bird, I'm a bird, refers to his absolute love for her and his willingness to become anything or do anything for her. Mm -hmm. Is this a healthy kind of love? And are these two Uh good for each other? Yikes. Um, All right. Devin. I guess we have to face this question. (laughs) Yes, we do. I'd have to say not every aspect of this relationship is healthy Uh oh one of the qualities i most admire about this dude is his loyalty and i already mentioned that but it's also a major problem he becomes almost hermit like after she leaves and continues to build the house of her dreams for a girl that left him high and dry it's not healthy at all and he (laughs) continues to write her letters day in and day out for a year or monthly if you're a diehard novel um notebook fan um i feel for the guy i get him i understand but i'm also like okay buddy fix yourself up pull yourself together um she wasn't your everything you asked her what she does for herself um when they met she lists off all these things that she does and he's like what do you do for yourself and now what do you do for yourself? Who are you? Are Noah? you asking Noah? You yeah, are. Like, You're like, who are you? Who what do you do you? for yourself? Yeah, but like, that's like, he's asking her all this time, like yeah, trying to find out who true. she is, but like, find out who you are, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. He loses himself in her he does. a little bit. Um, however, I disagree. Oh. And <clears throat> here's, here's why I think when they're in a relationship, they have a healthy relationship. However, this mentality can lead a couple down a not-so-healthy path. So when they are not together, which is not fulfilling what they are meant to be, which is together, the two of them, Allie, she can't really love the other person that she's with, and she doesn't really know why, and Noah can't get over it either, like you said. But I think when they are in a relationship, they are so healthy. Um, I think that Noah and Allie, what he means by this is that they will do anything and give anything for the other person, but... Mainly, they also support each other to do things that they love. I think the underlying message of if you're a bird, I'm a bird could refer to being like the other person. Like, have you ever heard of those people like Ann Perkins Mm -hmm. on Parks and Rec who become the person they are dating, which is problematic. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I don't think that's what Noah means here. I think what he means is wherever you are, that's where I will be. Um, But these two don't change for each other. In fact, even when the other person changes, they still love one another. Allie goes off and becomes a completely different person. She comes back and he still wants her i think noah encourage Allie. he encourages Allie to paint and even do whatever her her heart calls her to do when she's confused about him and lon and Allie calls noah her poet 
At least she does a lot more in the book. Um, she calls him her poet and encourages him to do that and, and to do things for himself too. Mm-hmm. I think it's truly a beautiful example of a relationship, in my opinion, when they're in a relationship. Because when they're not, the two of them are not the healthiest people. <laughs> um, so that's where that mentality could go sour. I think if, if she never came back, I think Noah would have ended up just a drunk guy who married someone who he did not love and it would not have been good or healthy. Mm-hmm. Um but that's my thought on that, Devin. Jeez, laying it out there. Yeah. All right, moving on. What are your feelings about Allie's mom? Oh, boy. And all that she did to keep Noah and Allie apart. Was she in any way justified? I sympathize with her sometimes. You know, she actually goes and warns Allie before Lon comes to find her. In both the book and the movie, she apologizes for what she has done. I think that she recognizes that she's done something wrong. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, and also in the movie, you get that extra aspect of learning that she gave up a similar relationship in the past. And that's sort of what drew her to say, Allie, like, you probably shouldn't be with this guy because you'll have a hard life. Um, I think, though, we have to address that Allie's mom made a very serious error in not giving Allie those letters. I think that was completely wrong and I don't justify it, but I don't think she's a downright villain either. I I think she wanted what was best for her daughter and she didn't really understand what was in fact best for her daughter. Um, I think she saw a summer fling and didn't understand the gravity of their love because no one ever understands the, the gravity of their children's love. When, when you're in a, position of being a parent you want to protect your child from everything Mm -hmm. rather than letting them live and learn and many parents i find in these situations act similarly when they don't think their kid is like old or mature enough to make these decisions but it's not justified her mom is not justified but i pity her because i think she made a a grievous error when it comes to uh the relationship between her and her daughter um but what about you what do you think yikes uh what Uh a question uh so let me start with this i understand where she's coming from yep i do i get that she wants the best for her daughter and for her daughter to not make any mistakes um i feel for her and her desire to protect her daughter as you already mentioned but you can't do that people need to make mistakes so that they learn that being said, I am disappointed that she continued to withhold Noah's letters from Allie for years. Like, yeah, what? she could have given them back to her at any point. At any point, like, she just stockpiles all three hundred sixty-five letters. Like, wouldn't you think she would give up at some yep. point? Yeah. <laughs> Like some and po- also when she realized that Allie saw Noah in the newspaper, when she realized that she mm-hmm. was going back to see him, give her the damn letters. Right. But no, she even holds on to him until after she finds Allie there. I'm like, bro, what the heck? What the heck? So yeah, I understand where she's coming from. I do. But I don't respect her for her role in keeping them up separate. I agree with that. I, I just don't understand. Me neither. She has her reasoning, but I don't think it's justified either. It's not It's not very good parenting skills, but back then, mm-hmm. who was a good parent anyway? Um, okay, somebody, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. There are many good parents from this point in time. Don't take that <laughs> offensively. Okay, next question. Was Noah's intent behind building the house a mental breakdown or was it a last-ditch effort at getting Allie back? And what does this process do for Noah and what does it do for Allie? Dang. 
<laughs> Big old question. Yeah, I guess it goes back to that to the question of whether our man is an obsessor or a lover. It kind of goes back to what we talked about with Romeo and Juliet and um, Gatsby and Daisy with like, yep. is this an obsession or is this a true love? And I'd have to say I kind of think he is both. I mean, this guy hits rock bottom. 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 <laughs> he, he hits rock bottom. He breaks and badly. The restoration of the house is definitely a mental break. But the yep. process, I think, in some manners, is also healing and even a coping process for him. I also agree that his main goal is to hopefully have Allie come, ba- come racing back to him after seeing it completed. And it worked. So I'd have to hand it to the guy. But the moment Ali sees his picture in the newspaper, it's also like she wakes up and lifts her head out of the haze. Feeling she didn't know that she still had resurfaced. And it kind of breaks her too. She feels lost and finds herself returning to Noah to try and sift through her feelings. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, this guy goes through so much during this absence of Ali. And I don't think it's healthy at all. No, (laughs) I I think his intent was a bit of both. He definitely had a mental breakdown. Let's not shy away Mm -hmm. from that. Um, But I think it's what he needed to do to get Allie back. And if that wouldn't happen, then at least to get himself back. I think if he went down this this road and he realized that it didn't bring Allie back, I think it was his last ditch effort and he would finally put some effort into himself. I think this Mm -hmm. is the only thing that could have done that for him, even if it fails. Um, But he could not cope with being without his love. I I think building the house gives Noah a purpose, and it is, in a way, his last love letter to Allie, the I'm here if you want me type of message that he's Mm. sending her. Um, And and he had to just do something because even though he didn't know she wasn't getting the letters, I think like symbolically – he must have known that she wasn't getting the letters in some way or they, maybe they weren't getting through to her. So he did what he had to do for her to get the last message. For Allie, like you said, it stirs up feelings that she thought she didn't have anymore. And thank God it does so she doesn't marry the wrong person. The timing <laughs> just happened to be so perfect. Right. Um, but Allie needs this reminder to come back to herself and, and to come back to her true love. So I think ultimately it's a genius tactic on Sparks's part because they had this like nostalgic romantic like we're gonna live in this house one day and then he has his masculine character just go in and freaking renovate (laughs) it like that is so that is such a strong message being sent that is such a strong way to bring them back together like noah is rebuilding the house he's rebuilding their relationship Mm -hmm. from its broken pieces and that is just it's just freaking strong um (laughs) Love it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Continuing. Do you think Allie did the right thing taking the, that trip to visit Noah and not telling Lon about it when she visited to see Noah's house? Okay. She did the right thing because obviously she ended up with Noah. However, I feel strongly that she should have told Lon very strongly. He should have known about it. Um, And if he, she says in the book, he wouldn't have understood it. This is why I didn't tell him, but she needed to be honest with him, no matter whether he would have understood it or not. This dude was a nice guy. You know, 
In a lot of love triangle movies or stories, there is a clear winner. There's a dick and then there's a nice guy. <laughs> and in this one, it's not the case. It is more true to life. Both of these men were good men. They were Correct. good people. Yep. And Lon deserved the truth as much as Noah did. Um, you know, I think it was complicated for Allie, though. I, I think... She- she may have thought at one point, oh, I'm going there to break it off. So what do I have to tell Lon about? But I think she knew deep down that she couldn't live without Noah. So I think she knew what she was going there for. And then once she did go there and she realized what she was there for, she owed the dude at least a freaking call to tell him what was going on. <laughs> like, you don't go around sleeping with or Noah. after one of the many phone calls that he's been trying to make, like, you kind I of like, <laughs> like... He calls her so much and she's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't really feel like I need to tell him anything. What do you think, Devin? Uh, wow, we really do have some punching questions for our last episode. <laughs> I do. Um, but they get you right in the gut. Um, well, I guess I'd have to say that if she was happy and actually happy with Lon, she wouldn't have gone on the trip to see Noah. Only bad things were going to come of this. She knew as soon yeah. as she saw him that it would be over and we'd have and she'd have to make a decision. However, on the contrary, she needed to visit Noah to know what she might be missing if she does in fact commit to marrying Lon. If she didn't visit him, she might have continued for years to regret not going to see Noah and have resented her marriage to Lon. Mm -hmm. It would have started her marriage on a bad foot and ruined her happiness. Am I happy about her decisions? No, but it (laughs) was in some way what needed to happen. Um, I don't think she did the right thing but i mean she gets her happily ever after so kudos to that but i yeah, don't, I don't kudos know just like it's her. a bad it's a real bad way of going about it and i'm not proud of her for it i'm not either but i mean eventually like i guess it was the right thing she's but really poor sneaky Lon, and i don't who like knows that. what scars lon had after all of this is my uh, thing like guy. I can't imagine. But hashtag go. Hashtag Lon deserved better. But uh, (laughs) number the next question we got here: Can we take a moment out of this to talk about Martha? Now we know that Martha's role is minor in the novel, but this woman is put through the ringer a bit more in the film. What is the reason for having her more highlighted as a, as a role in the movie? And what's her purpose in regards to Noah and Allie's relationship in general? Oh, sweet, sweet Martha. 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 Uh, not only does she have to cope with the loss of her husband to war, but she also has to act as the rebound for Noah. I mean, the film comes right out and says it. Quote, And in the evening, to temper the sting of loneliness, there was Martha Shaw... Yeah. Yikes. She was only there to fulfill Noah's needs. And when she and when he was done with her, he was as cold as could be. She wanted something more here, but he was not able to offer that to her. I actually find myself rooting for her for getting out of her relationship with Noah because it's so toxic. She doesn't deserve that after everything she's already been through. I know. So what are your <laughs> thoughts? The thing is, so her role is minor in the book, but but it's still there. I think mm-hmm. in the book, she has less of an attachment to Noah than she right. does in the movie. Um, but in the movie, she comes when Allie is there and is a tad upset to learn that Noah is back <laughs> with his true love. <laughs> right? Um, I and, think they put it... And she's like, come on in. The party's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, uh, Allie, honey, you're not married <laughs> to this dude. 
But um, I think they put it in the movie because it creates good drama. Oh, yeah. Um, where not only Allie has to make a choice, but so does Noah. And Noah, without hesitation, without hesitation, chooses Allie every single time. Her purpose is to show Noah's underlying and unwavering love for Allie, which is sad, right? Um, but also, I think she shows the need of every person to fill the lonely void, even if it can't be with the person they love. I think Noah would have ended up with Martha Shaw if it wasn't for Allie returning, but they wouldn't have been happy. And I think we mm-hmm. see that in their relationship anyway. But as human beings, we need communion. We need we need community. Um, and... Noah was finding that through having sex with Martha Shaw. I mean, that's just the way it was. And it's it's really sad. The way she's treated is not fair. I'm just going to say it. But it shows that whenever Noah is with Allie, all other women slip away. He doesn't even think of her when he's with Allie, which I think makes his time with her at least in intent less intentional than freaking Allie going to visit Noah with Lon in the back of her mind the whole time. Noah seems surprised when Martha Shaw shows up. Allie's like doing it with Noah while also thinking of Lon. <laughs> it's like, it's it's a crazy difference, but I think that yeah. Martha is there to show us that Noah, it wasn't just easy for Noah to give up his life for Allie too, but he would do it in a heartbeat, you know? Yeah, I get that. I guess what we're trying to say is that Allie and Noah aren't the most perfect people, but they have a good love. (laughs) Cool. Next question. Yes, of course. Um, Can one truly love again after their first love? Could Allie and Lon have been happy? I think, and I've said this before on other episodes, I think you have one true love, but I think it's possible to make it work with several people. Mm. I do think Lon and Allie could have been happy. However, I don't think there is, or however, I do think there is a single person who each person connects with on a whole different level. Like Noah and Allie, they, they were this. They connected on a soul level. They were inseparable. Their souls were linked in a way Allie was not with Lon. And Allie says it herself in the book when her mom comes to visit. Let me pull out this quote. Uh, When he was gone, Anne whispered, do you love him? And she's talking about Noah. Right. And Allie says, yes, I do very much. And Anne goes, do you love Lon? And Allie says, yes, I do. I love him too. Dearly, but in a different way. He doesn't make me feel the way that Noah does. So she's telling her mom here, I'm confused because I love them both. But she has true love for, for Noah, which is what Mm -hmm. we see in this, in this movie. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Devin? So I said yes and yes. I, I do think that Allie and Lon would have been happy, but it wouldn't have been, I'm sorry, but it would have been a different kind of love than what she and Noah has. It would have been different and it would have taken time, but she was in fact in love with Lon. There's no denying it. She loved him. It's just that her love for Noah was much greater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that someone can love again after their first love comes to pass, um, whether that be through um, them passing away or breaking up or whatever. Um, sure, we get pulled into this first love mentality and, oh, I would never date another anyone other than so-and-so. But when it comes down to it and you have a more mature sense of the matter, love is a crazy thing and it That's happens true. whether you want it to or not. 
and in the least likeliest circumstances as well. You don't plan love. It just happens. happens. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I do agree with you in that there is a true love, that um, there is that one true love for someone. But I don't Mm -hmm. think that when you find love that you can't, once something happens, like you can't love again. Um, That's where I'm going with this. I'm sticking to Um, it. Okay, last question. Awesome question, of (laughs) course. This is the last time we're asking this for season one. Do we ship it? Yes. Hell yeah. (laughs) Big ol' heck yeah. Um, Through thick and thin, they fight for each other. And till Mm -hmm. the end of the line, Noah is expressing his love for Allie. While Mm -hmm. the endings of the novel and film differ, there's still that immense, overflowing sense of love that these two have. And what a couple to close on. Am I right? Oh, heck yeah. I mean, this, I love them so much. I absolutely ship it. This (laughs) summertime love turned eternal romance is a true example of what a married couple should be. Their love is just... It's something out of this world to me. I absolutely adore it. You know, Noah is steadfast and true, and Allie is sweet and passionate, and I just absolutely adore them together. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. (laughs) Perfect. Love them. Love them to pieces. So there you have it. Now let's hear from our commenters. Yep. Our first comment is from Arlene. I'm so excited. Thank you for reaching out. So Arlene says, I loved everything about this story. This is the quintessential tale of soulmates. Yes, they really do exist, and it is beautiful when two souls can be one. Although Allie and Noah are from different worlds when they first meet, you can see that spark which ignites a lifetime of love. The summer they spent together started this lifetime of love and passion. There are so many beautiful, heartbreaking moments in this story. It would be hard to list them all. One of my favorite scenes is after Noah recovered from his stroke, he returns to the nursing home to see Allie. It is their 49th wedding anniversary, (laughs) and he knows it's against the rules to visit at night. The nurse on duty is so touched by his love for Allie, she lets Noah go into a room. When Allie sees Noah, there's a hint of recognition in her eyes. This is so beautiful and touching, it breaks my heart. I cannot imagine what it is like to lose your soulmate, but um, to lose that person's mind to Alzheimer's has to be devastating. I had many favorite quotes from the story, but the one that stands out for me, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the exact words, but... It is, I am nothing special of this, I'm sure. I'm a common man with common thoughts and I've led a common life, but there are no monuments dedicated to me and my name will soon be forgotten. But I've loved another with all my heart and soul and to me, this um, has always been enough. Which also brings to mind the famous quote from Les Mis, to love another person is to see the face of God. I'm sure that applies to these two special souls. Some people may have thought this story was too sappy, but as a believer in soulmates and romance, this is one of the best. I go through many boxes of tissues every time I see this movie. (laughs) From Arlene, a true believer of soulmates. Oh, wow. I love that. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that's so amazing. Thank you, Arlene. For sharing love that. It. It's exactly love it, love it, what I it. felt too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and onward to our discussion about season two. Whoop, whoop. We are going to be devoting season two to our particular theme. Yes, Excited. that's right. A whole theme. Yes. Next season, we'll be diving into Disney and other animated couples. 
We are so excited about this. Whether we will be talking about Mickey and Minnie, Tarzan and Jane, or Shrek and Fiona, you name it, we will be going there next season. We can't wait. I honestly can't wait. If you have any thoughts on couples you'd like us to talk about, reach out. We'd love to hear your thoughts or suggestions. And who knows? Maybe join us for an episode. Yes, you know please. Where to find us? Insta, Facebook, and you can also email us at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. It's going to be a fun and special season. Mm -hmm. We're hoping to be back around the holidays at some point, which we will let you guys know about. (laughs) So look out for that. Um, We are so blessed to have had such an incredible group of supporters Mm -hmm. and listeners. Thank you all so much for taking the time to join us on this fun adventure. And we cannot wait to see you again soon. Please leave us a rating or review. We would love to hear your feedback and we hope to only get better from here. So this community has been so awesome to be a part of. We love you all. Thank you for always listening and sticking by us. Absolutely. See you next season, fam. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. See you next time, lovebirds. Adios. Adios.